Welcome along to episode 27 of the 1000X podcast with myself, Neil Sisson, and my co-host... Keith Collins, the one and only. Keith Collins. In this, in case this is your first episode, um, a little while ago, Keith and I started a challenge to see how hard it would be to turn 1,000 USD into 1 million US dollars, with the hope that as we learn and develop our trading skills, others might find our journey interesting and follow along learning from our mistakes. It's totally new ground for us, and we hope that it inspires you, because honestly, if we can do it, anybody can. Hopefully this is obvious, but nothing that we say on this show should ever be taken as financial advice. We're not telling you what to do. We're just telling you, we're just sharing with you what we are doing. Um, and if you can learn something for that, from that, or um, you know, if that's in some way entertaining to you, well then, great. We hope that's the, we hope that's the case. Um, so with all that said, Keith, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm back in Ireland. Uh, first time in close to two years. Um, just getting used to the, the awful weather. Although it's kind of warm today, amazingly enough. It's it's yeah, almost it's, November. And it's like, it's actually the bad. same. Hasn't really you know, been bad. right. Yeah, it's, but it's, I just checked the temperature there and it's 17 degrees now. It, it's, it's the same as Barcelona, but it, it I mean, it feels okay. It feels, it feels warm, but it Still doesn't it doesn't feel the same as Barcelona. I don't know what it is. The heating's on, um, and it's, mm -hmm. it's raining. I don't know where you're at. And yeah. It's Milltown. Yeah, here in Castellock. Yeah, here in Castellock, it's rainy. Um, so apart from that, you know, getting used. It's raining here as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Drizzly, I'd say. So re climatizing to the climate after close to two years uh, away from the outside. Uh, yeah. But getting there, you know. But apart from that, good, you know. Crypto's going good. Well, let's talk about crypto later. Well, crypto's been has been going good. We haven't done a show now in a few weeks. Both you yeah. both down to our hectic schedules. Um I was in Cyprus for, for a conference that kind of really took up all my time and you've had uh, stuff to deal with as well. So um it's interesting that yeah, I'm also back time, in Ireland at the moment and exact same time, yeah. You know, like we've both been away. We've both been away for more than two years since pre-pandemic, basically, and yeah, we just both also happen to be back in Ireland at the same time, which is which is kind of gas. Um, but yeah, same same, nothing major here. Just trying to reacclimatize the Irish weather. Honestly, I've I haven't felt I've come back to Ireland on trips, you know, like where I've flown back because I would have always tried when I was digital nomading. I would have always tried to come back at least once, sometimes twice a year. Um, even if I was in Asia or, you know, Australia or wherever. Yeah, same, uh, same with me. Yeah, and I, there's been a few times when I've come back and it's been like a real shock. Like I've come back and it's been like, fuck this place. Why did I come back here? Like it's, you know, I mean, even mm. family and everything is great and friends, etc. But like the weather is so depressing that you're just like, like, yeah, I can't wait to get back to somewhere where it's, you know, warm and the rest of it. But this time it hasn't been bad. Yeah, it's been okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was out in town actually on Sunday, uh, last Sunday, last weekend, and it was really, really nice. Um, it's dry it was and sunny. Was, and... Yeah, it was, it was quite warm. I mean, um, I mean, uh, there was a great buzz around Dublin. Um, people were outside, and it was, just had kind of a European feel to it, you know, which is rare in Dublin. And I think that's because of um, how, because of, of COVID, They've created a lot of outdoor dining, drinking, which never existed before. Literally, it didn't. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if you go to any kind of mainland European city, or most of them anyway, at least, especially in the likes of Spain and, and France, Italy, blah blah blah, the, the further south you go, you know, there's, there's a definite kind of alfresco culture of being out outside, oh, whether it's yeah. cafes, well, bars, restaurants, all that kind of stuff. It, it, that's great, and that's one thing I love about that part of the world. But it does never yeah. exist in Ireland ever. To, to any great extent, I mean, you get some places here and there think, to have it, but I now it's crazy everywhere else. So. Well, when they brought in the smoking ban, they start, started going, "Okay, we better we need to make more use of outdoor space that we have because you know no one's allowed to smoke inside anymore, and it's gonna it's gonna kill fifty percent of our business or whatever. So we need to make some some room." I think that's when it started, but yeah, it's definitely it's a different city from yeah yeah, like yeah. it's a different city from when we were young fellas. Run around the place getting shit faced on very, the regular very, and all that. 
very indoor city. It, it always it, it used yeah. to be, but now it's kind of like uh, coming out of the shadows and uh, becoming a bit more European, which is great. It's about bloody time. So I, I'm happy about that. And yeah, so so it's it's been good to be back. And you know, crypto's gone reasonably well despite the last kind of few days. Um, I haven't been shocked by it at all. In fact, f- from from my point of view, is somewhat welcome. Um, really was yeah. kind of on the cards for. You know, we've had, I mean, how many weeks now of a straight kind of up, up only kind of run? I don't know. I think it's been some, like four or five or there thereabouts. Yeah. This was not unexpected. Um, and really, it was kind of like if you kind of look look into the kind of signs, the amount of leverage that's going on, the amount of people are getting overextended, <clears throat> some of the other signs of overheating, like meme coins are coming back in a big way. Um, some of the telegram groups that I'm, that I'm subscribed to, like literally everything is going up. Um, I've, I put some money into some, I don't even know what these coins are. And one actually did six X a day in a matter of hours. And it wasn't too much. Wow. It wasn't kind of, yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> I don't even know what it was called. <laughs> I have to look it up. I have to look it up with coin again. I can't even remember. It was kind of like two bit or something like that. But literally everything, every sort of, of type of shit is turning to, to, to literal gold at the moment. And that's not good. It's well, it's, it's, it's a sign that things are, you know, the market is in our favor and it, it's, it's going in the right direction, but it's, it's, it's also a sign that at any stage, you know, things are overheating. Kind of crap shouldn't be pumping like that necessarily. And if it is, then we're kind of at a late stage of of a bull cycle or a bull run even. So um, what we're experiencing. Yeah, well. What we experienced over the last I week. This, I mean, Bitcoin went to what? What was what was this high thing when it got to 66 and it's now it's down to 58 or thereabouts, 59. Um, so yeah. that was unexpected. And when it happened, I'm like, great because the market needs those kind of corrections from time to time, really just to kind of, you know, yeah. it, it, it's healthy to kind of get rid of a, a lot of, a lot of the kind of leverage long positions. A lot of these guys who are just taking silly risks, they got, they got to learn this, they got to learn these lessons, you know, and they got to kind of be clean. You know, it's sometimes God got, you know, he, he a great rain. <laughs> I don't know what film was it from. Was it like tra- taxi driver? Uh, great Wayne is going to, going to come and wash away the scum now i'm not saying the leverage traders are scum by any means but sometimes like the chaff has got to be taken out you know and mm-hmm. just to kind of keep the market kind of on an even keel um so f- from that point of view it was i wouldn't say necessarily welcome um but somewhat needed maybe and not unexpected yeah, well, there's, been, there's been an increase in leverage I mean, if you look at the charts for that, there's there has been an increase yeah. in leverage. I've been hearing people say that they feel things are a little bit overheated, just actually since yesterday, and that there would be a correction for sure with Bitcoin. Um, looks like that's happening or has happened per- perhaps because it's dropped since yesterday when I was looking, you know, when I was doing sort of a more in-depth thing. So I think, um, yeah, I think, like you say, it's healthy. I don't think this is the end by any means. I think we've got no. at least, at least till the end of the year, possibly until. I heard Alex Becker say February the other day on uh, on the some podcast that I was listening to. Um, um, so who knows? I don't know. I've heard other people say the end of the year, like Bitcoin, they still have targets of 100, 150 for Bitcoin by the end of the year. So I don't know. I don't know where it's going to shake out. Nobody does really because, you know, you can't, well, you can't my, predict my, Bitcoin. Not really. My thesis is that this is going to be related, that, that the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in particular, um, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in particular is going to be somewhat of a hedge against uh, normal, the, the normal fiat market, shall we say, the, the, the macro, macroeconomic um, environment, shall we say. Um, I don't see that getting better anytime soon. I mean, governments are borrowing insane amounts of money. They're, they're printing insane amounts of money. Um, they seem to just be similar to kind of an alcoholic teenager with, you know, running riot with their daddy's credit cards. They don't seem to have any kind of, you know, any kind of restraint whatsoever. And mm. there's no sign that that's going to change anytime soon. We see Biden just 
printing money um, and all sorts of all sorts of crazy stuff with reckless abandon with no kind of thought as to how this is going to impact um, both the American economy and the world economy at large. Um, governments... Interesting what they've always done. I mean, governments all, especially in Europe, they're, they're insanely over leverage. Most of them are broke. Their, their, their national debt is running at insane levels. Um, I predict that they'll probably have to raise pension funds at some stage to kind of stay afloat if, if, <laughs> beyond that. If it continues. Yeah. So really, people are going to be con continually from here on in going to be looking at cryptocurrency as a hedge, especially Bitcoin. So I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. Um, no, with that, from that perspective, well, it's, it's not going there anywhere. Are the normal cycles of the market, you know. Oh, for sure, absolutely, and they, we will see those happen as as time progresses. But um, I'm not worried about that. I, I think they're to be welcomed. I think it, we should be in a bull run for the next. I think till the new year, approximately. Um, I'm basing that just on one thing and one thing only: sentiments. I don't see any kind of. I mean, there was sentiment for the last kind of few weeks that we were kind of overheated just in in kind of a cycle, but not in terms of a run overall, right? So I think what we've seen now, what we're, going, what we're seeing now is kind of a pullback, it's a correction, but it's not the end by any means. And I think this will correct itself. The sentiment seems to be pretty strong that we'll kind of go beyond this again. And I, I think we should see by February, I think we should... I think talk of 100K BTC is, I think that's premature. I think probably 80 is probably more realistic. But I'm gonna, if I'm wrong, right. But I don't, I think 100K is too much of a leap. For 100K to happen, really, I mean, if you have to think about the amount of capital that has to flow into Bitcoin in order for that to happen. Mm -hmm. For to go from 65 to 80 to 85, I mean, well, not really. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm not saying it can't be done, but I, I think I think every yeah. I think that that kind of a leap is I think we we obviously will I th we obviously will hit 100k in the within the next six months I'm pretty sure of that but I don't think it'll be by the new year a lot of people are saying it'll happen by the end of the year. I don't I think that's crazy I think that's not achievable I think we'll probably see 75 80 by Christmas mm -hmm. maybe pull back we'll consolidate maybe around January perhaps late 60s and then eventually push on to 100 by, by March and around that time. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm just basing on that on the amount of money that has to come in in order for that to happen and it's a lot. And it's a hell of a lot that is already, I mean, if, if you think about the amount of money that, that is needed for that to happen compared to what we've seen to get to, to, for BTC to go from, I mean, earlier, earlier this year, back in April, what was it, kind of 40, 35? To go from sixty, um, yeah, but there's leverage and there's other types of trading. There's ETFs for, now as well, so for sure, for, I don't think sure. it's as simple as saying that it has to be in, like, in an equal dollar amount. I think there's it's more complex than that. Bush, I also think you know there is a second e um, ETF now for Bitcoin. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I think I think there's the things. I think there's plenty of things coming that we that we aren't fully aware of yet like you know well that's if if the states for example change the regulations about how bitcoin is like for companies to hold bitcoin on a balance sheet um like right now if it if it gains value then they have to declare that gain in value and pay taxes so it basically makes it impossible in the u.s for companies to hold bitcoin on the balance sheet but if they change that then yeah um, you know that would potentially make it a lot, um, a lot more straightforward. So I don't it's, know. I yeah. think there's things that we there's, don't have any visibility on that could, for, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact things. There's, there's, there's always jokers in the pack like that 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 can just spring out of nowhere, and that's that's what we got a few of them this year with the likes of Elon Musk and uh, Tesla. Um, mm. Various sort of companies came on board. There was um, Apple. And I think Visa has just came on board as well. We have ETFs, so they they potentially could could happen and completely change the game. So I'm basing my outlook on assuming nothing happens. It's just pure retail sentiments. Uh, it's, pure, it's just pure market-driven. Nothing happens. It's just based upon um, people using crypto, BTC and crypto as a hedge. No other further d developments come along. And 
we, we would see a climb based upon that. But you're 100% correct. Absolutely anything could happen. Any sort of adoption, um, any sort of regular, we don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm predicting it based on that. Just some stuff that is probably likely to happen that we can just we can kind of count on. Um, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. We could see some sort of... What's the opposite to a black swan, incidentally? What's <laughs> one? Is that never a white swan event here we we actually coined no i no i mean i like if if we're, if we're talking about if we're talking about swans on a pond well then yeah white a white swan, swan yeah i mean it will, a, a white swan would be elon musk or buying i mean what was it back in april they, he bought a rather tesla did you see mastercard did you yes, see mastercard yes, said that, that crypto is going to be available to like their they have an enormous network um, so I don't exactly know what that means and how that's going to work, but um, shit, if you can somehow finagle crypto through MasterCard or or they're willing to do some sort of exchanging thing, I don't exactly know, but that could be huge. That could be huge. Absolutely, and we're going to... Yeah. We will see more of these kind of players come on stream. Absolutely. And my... My outlook that I just gave you was extremely conservative, but it's based upon none of these guys coming on stream, which probably is unlikely. We would assume more players will come into the will come into the, the cryptocurrency market, like Visa, Mastercards, whoever they might be. They will kind of stake their claim. They'll start accepting crypto. That's probably going to happen. Um, so my outlook was definitely very, very cautious and conservative, and it was basically based mm. upon. None of this is going to happen. And based upon that, I think it's still quite bullish. I mean, I'm saying that we'll get to <clears throat> we'll get to 80 80k or thereabouts by Christmas. Uh, I think talk of 100 is premature. Just basically, essentially based on market retail sentiments and, and and retail FOMO alone, I don't think that's I don't think it's enough really to go beyond that. Um, but who knows if there is something else could happen? It could push it yeah. to 100. But I, I'm basing like, it just. In any event, I'm certainly not going to be buying Bitcoin um, between now and the end of the year. I think you you won't. Um, no, I don't think so. I, I have a bag of Bitcoin, which I like, and I won't sell. But yeah, it's just it's not where the it's not where the DGen gains are. That's oh, for sure, it never never has been. It never has been not since uh, 2013. <laughs> yeah, well, if you bought in 2013, you could get DGen um, gains. <laughs> If you held it till I mean, now and just forgot about it, um, yeah, yeah, like I don't know. Although it's I mean, done, think... it's done three X since it's done three X this year, which is pretty decent. I mean, if yeah, you know, that's not too bad. You know, when you can ten percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a whopper, fucking like record-breaking stock market mm. year. Um, you know, with index funds or something. I, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, three X is pretty good. I think we've. Like I, it's funny coming back to Ireland because Ireland is quite expensive, and having lived in Bulgaria and traveling, like we, we traveled up through Europe. Um, it's funny how, with in combination of living in a cheap country and then crypto and everything, your your sense of value and what something, like the value that something has, is it, it's really easy to get that really haywire. The human brain is not really great at, I don't think at at. Um, being able to sort of figure out what a value without without something to anchor off of you know like um without a second thing to sort of base your your value judgment off of i'm talking about financial value um but uh yeah i don't know i don't know i think i think it's gonna i think this is a small correction at the moment and i think it's gonna yeah we're gonna go parabolic again yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're going to have to wait and see, but I do think that the outlook is still quite. I'm super bullish still. Um, there's nothing. I haven't seen anything to suggest that you know that there's any reason to think that it's not going to be a, a bumper year by the time December 31st rolls around. After that, I don't know. Um, January could be usual. January and February could be just fucking horrible. Who knows? Um, it's very hard to say, but yeah, those types of news things, like my background is in, in data-driven marketing and, you know, typically when you're looking at analytics or something like that, you're looking, you're not looking at the actual 
specific values. Like you're not going, oh, we had like, you know, 5,000 users on the website today and we had like, you know, 4,000 yesterday and 6,000 the day before. You're not going, oh, what happened on Tuesday? Why was it such a bad day? What you're looking for is a trend. You're looking for like, are we going in the right direction basically? Like there's always going to be outlier days or weeks or months and trading is like the market is no different than that. Um, so I think what you want to be looking at is, is it still trending in the right direction? You know, like, well, it is. I mean, portfolio growing or is it, or is it not? And, well, that's, that's, yeah. that's the bigger, that's, that's the, you know, that's the main question is where's crypto in general going? And it's, it's it is going nowhere. Um, the, 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 the adoption, the adoption is, is, but by the day, more people are getting bored. More companies are getting on board. Um, mm. it's, it's it's been, you know, the, the the ecosystem is expanding daily. It's not going anywhere. So you can be sure that despite kind of the ebb and flow cycles, that in general, it's it's going to go only going to go one direction only, and we're only kind of at the very start. And the old cliche that you hear many t crypto the projects, is your friend. you know. Well, I was about to say, you know, we're so early, which is kind of, I mean, oh, yeah. you see that in kind of, you see that in kind of like lots of different projects and it's like, yeah, man, you're really early. We're so early, man. And all sorts of, you know, and you get in at like, you know, 500k market cap or something. And that's, that's yeah. generally where we are. Yeah, I mean, we're at five. Um, well, it depends on the project, but I think in general in, in crypto, yes, we are early. Um, consider how many people in the entire world who are invested and interested in cryptocurrency as a whole it's quite small so um yeah we've 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 not begun to kind of uh, scale the heights as of yet so yeah i'm no i don't think so um i saw a video of oh you know what it was it was crypto banter crypto banter youtube on fridays do a DGN Fridays type thing. They have Becker and they have a bunch of other guys on there. Um, it's like four panelists and Shiman Rand, Rand or whatever his name is. Um, very interesting show. But anyway, they were all they all seemed to think that, or well, the I guess the takeaway that I took from it was that, you know, like right now, I think it might have been Becker that said this actually, and it was a good point, which is why I'm bringing it up. Um, Basically, what he was saying was right now, like the first use case for crypto was financially related stuff. So like, um, you know, here's digital magic, digital internet money, basically. Um, and we all got used to that. And then it was like, okay, well, we've put, we put a, an application layer on top. So now we have smart contracts. So now we can do absolutely anything with smart contracts. As long as there's a sort of an if, if then type scenario. So like if someone pays me this, then they get that or whatever. So that opened up, especially in combination with the Internet of Things, a, a potential of incredible, incredible scalability. Um, but the challenge was everything is still too hard. Like the average Joe is not going to figure out how to download this Bitcoin wallet and then going to go somewhere else and buy Bitcoin and then somewhere on-ramp fiat into Bitcoin first and then buy the yeah. Bitcoin and then send it to this this wallet that sits on your computer that if you lose your computer or your computer dies, you're fucked, basically. Your money's gone. Um, oh, well, I think that's paper good. It's okay, blah, blah, blah. So like, I, I, think, oh. I think that difficulty is kind of good for, for people like ourselves at the moment because it keeps, um, you know, it keeps the the... the without being snobbish, keeps the taxi driver, it keeps the your 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 mother and your father I mean, out of the market. That's the thing. For moments. That's, that's the for thing. The man. Like I that was more like that was like 2015, 16 kind of era. 2017 it was even a bit better and more people got into it. Now it's not that hard, but it's still you still need MetaMask and you still need to understand different chains. And there are still huge barriers to entry for the taxi driver people, the hairdressers, whoever it is that's getting in because they heard their friend talk about it. And they're, like, they don't sit at their computers all day. These are not computer, like, you know, geeky people necessarily. They're the mainstream. 
Um, I'm kind of cool with that for the time building for the time being. Like yeah, I think that 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 will change with time. That's going to it will get it, it will get far easier for your average. Um, for it your already average has, man. NFTs opened up doors. It's going to get never opened gonna, before. Yeah, and true. Gaming, it's going to get easier. Gaming is where it's going to be. Like NFT gaming, crypto, and what the intersection of crypto and gaming is where the is is probably going to be the biggest, the biggest eventual market. For, of crypto consumers or whatever assuming i'm talking about prior to the entire world being fully run on crypto of some sort whether that's you know central banks you know in just um global payments etc um i think yeah i think gaming is where it's going to be at and it's it's so fucking hot right now as well um you know like i know of a few people who have gone on from other crypto jobs to work in new gaming outfits that have been set up by major chains to try and target those, you know? So like, I think it's, I definitely see a move in that direction. Like gaming is going to be sort of the more NFTs of, is going to be even hotter. I think in the 2021 art kind of based NFTs. So I think that's going to be yeah. something huge to watch and it's going to be huge from an adoption perspective, but also like, like the technology is moving on. So yeah, we are early. We're definitely early still, even now, even in 2021, which is crazy when you think about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm very bullish in next year. Um, really? I've, oh, absolutely. You don't think there's going to be a winter, you, crypto winter? I don't think it'll be anything too bad. I really don't. Uh, I think there's, there's so much in crypto's favor at the moment, which would mm -hmm. lead me would lead me to believe that the two year, I think it was almost two year long uh, crypto winter to happen 2018, 2018 to 2019. I mean, was yeah, how long was 2020 it? Really, maybe 18 months, maybe if 18 months or almost two years. I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll see that really happen again. I think, um, there's too many things in crypto in, in the market's favor and cryptocurrency in general. Uh, DeFi has changed the game, stable coins have changed the game. Whereas they didn't exist back well, then, and, as well yeah. as that the, the the broader uh, macroeconomic conditions are different um, than they were back then. There's, there's quite a lot of COVID has changed a lot of things, and really, people, mm. as long as the, the economic conditions of the world in general are uncertain, which they are currently at the moment, there will be Bitcoin will always be. Um, Will always be thought of as a safe refuge and something of something of a safe haven or a hedge against um, you know the, the, the wild inflationary uh, money printing ambitions of governments, central governments, ever, or central banks everywhere. So I, I think the future for cryptocurrency is quite bright in the, the next one or two no, years. The the, 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 the the macroeconomic sure isn't, but you know, do you and I care about that? Really, no, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Well, so, uh, around. Yeah, for sure. so, well, well, no, I just so, think like if you, if you look at it like kind of there wasn't I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but like in your opinion, what would you say happened between twenty thirteen and twenty say seventeen in crypto? Not a huge amount from Ethereum. the from the accumulation of value. I mean Ethereum happened. Yeah. Ethereum I mean, was what was... changed the game. No, oh, I mean if you if you look at if no you look at but... BTC up to, to 2015, it was just. I mean, it was really the along. preserve of ultra geeks, hobbyists, um, mm. just complete nerds. The the the, the moon, you know, the, the people who were the speculators, the people ultimately who are going to bring it to to you know broader adoption. They 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 weren't there yet. None of the, none of those mm. people had arrived, and Ethereum was what allowed to kind of. Um, a platform for other coins to be created, the technology for people to create ERC-based tokens, and then really kind of tokenize all sorts of crazy shit. And that's when the ICO boom happened after that. And that's really where we are today. We have DeFi followed in what 2017, 2018, and with that stable coins, and it it, it just continues to innovate day by day. You know. It's, that's why I feel that we won't be seeing this 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 long kind of um, you know winter. I don't think it's going to happen this time. I think that we'll continue to go up and we'll have cycles, bear cycles, but we won't have that long protracted bear cycle like we had for two years because 
the reason why the the reason why we had that bear cycle was back back then was because people just really so many people got burnt after all those um, shitty ICOs, all those scams, and yeah. people had so much well, they P- PTSD. All scams, you know, like some of them meant well, they just didn't have the legs or the expertise well, of the team. For sure, stuff. whether there were scams or whether people they just were, I mean, they, they, they fundamentally were crap projects or whatever yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, the end result is the same. A lot of people got burnt, myself included, probably yourself as well. And it took yeah. a long time for people to kind of um, regain trust in crypto after that. I remember that the, the crypto group I'm in, the mastermind, the Discord group, it was very quiet for almost a year. And it was only, I mean, I, I pretty much, I didn't even look into it. I, I, I know. I knocked off notifications because there was just nothing happening. And yeah. there was just, I mean, all I could see was kind of like TA on the likes of Ethereum and BTC. And it just wasn't interesting. I'm like, I focused on kind of yeah. main, my main business. And slowly kind of got, you know, the market started to change maybe around late to 20, 2019, maybe. Started 2020. Uh, 20, you know, 2019, certain things started to pick up with DeFi, and I started noticing things here and there. And um, Uniswap was the first thing that kind of uh, caught my attention. Um, talk about stable coins, all that kind of stuff, and you know, things like yield farming and staking and all these kind of things, which weren't necessarily uh, around too much beforehand. No. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my thesis. I think this will. We will not see that 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 long protracted uh, bear 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 cycle or bear markets. Well, um, just just to support happens. that that thought, um, my first like experience of Bitcoin was in 2013. That's the first time I heard about it. Then I heard about it again in 2017 when the market was just parabolic and. Then I heard about it, you know, like then I was hearing, you know, these are, this is anecdotal, but basically like the first gap would have been about five years. The next gap between 2017 and 20, well, it was really 2018 and 2020 was like two years. So like if you, if you were to look, if you were to plot that on a graph, I would say that that certainly would suggest that, um, you know, if there is a sort of a crypto winter again, but at least they're getting smaller in amplitude, yes. let's say. Yes, yes. So that if it does happen again, you know, like five, two, and then maybe one or something, you know, like it should be a shorter one. And and I and I also think, like you said, you're right. Like the like if you look at the backdrop of, of what's happening in crypto right now, um DeFi, NFTs and gaming, like these are all real world applications and then in conjunction with that alongside it you have like a whole bunch of projects trying to bridge the gap between tradfi and and defi so they're trying to give the traditional finance world a chance to play to play the game basically um you know and those links are 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 improving all the time um you know not even just from compliance but also from infrastructure you know the the way that the systems and the ability of access that um, you know big funds, large big capital basically has to to access, um, even if it's just as a payment network, even if it's just to send vast sums of capital from here to there. Crypto is so much faster and cheaper than For maybe sure. not Ethereum, maybe not Ethereum. You know, I actually i i got a i wanted to unstake something earlier on. And it's about 200 quid, um, was it? Actually, I wasn't even trying to unstick it, I just wanted to find out what the gas fee would be if, if I wanted about to 200. see 345 dollars. Yeah, it's it's insane right now. Yeah, yeah, the I was gonna fuck? buy, I was, I was gonna buy some uh, particular coin earlier, and I wasn't gonna buy much, maybe uh, 1500 quid worth or something, and it was about gas fees about 220, 230. No, sorry, so, so much through. for London. F- so much for London Fork improving stuff, or at least um, no, I'm done with essentially, and it just hasn't done it. You know how it was. Yeah, there you go. No, mental. All right, dude. Do you want to talk about your? <clears throat> do you want to? Or, My challenge. Want, yeah. Do you want to do your challenge? 
Absolutely, yeah, why not? Um, let's get stuck in, so, and see where I am. So, um, I have some good news. Okay. <laughs> so, things, things are going well. Uh, okay. Last time we did a show, I think you were mostly in, I want to say, B &B. chess, Yeah, I'm, I'm gone out of chess. I'm gone out of chess. I was in B&B briefly. I don't know. I don't know if I had been in. I don't know if we did a show, Not but I wasn't B&B. Yeah, I wasn't B&B for a while. I don't know if it was during a show. I think I was preparing for it. I'm not sure if it actually happened or not. Yeah. You were saying, I think yeah, on the last yeah. show that we talked, you were saying, and now, by the way, that was two weeks ago, at least, maybe even three weeks ago, and you were saying that you thought Tranches had run its course for now and that you were going to take it out, but yeah. you weren't sure what. You were going to look at some other things. That Well, that turned out to be a mistake and, and not a mistake at the same time, and I'll explain now um, once I... Share your screen. Yeah, if I'm allowed. So I'm getting permissions issues. Oh, this is not working. <sighs> I'll go first, Roy, and then you can figure that out. Yeah, I'll you go, you go for it. Yeah, yeah. Off you go. All righty. Um, can you see my screen? Yep, yep. All right, so for me, the challenge is not going great. I'm actually lower than I was the last time we did an episode. Um, that's actually just since yesterday. As you can see here, I've lost nearly a grand in the last 24 hours, which fucking sucks. I wanted to take um, capital out of... wanted to increase my cash reserves about 24 hours ago, um, and I literally could not get a minute today. Um, so I'm quite pissed off about that. Um but yeah, as you can see, I'm still kind of hovering around the 10K mark. Most of the heavy lifting is still being done by Solana. Um, Solrise Finance was doing quite well, but sort of shit the bed a little bit in the last seven days, I would say. Um, but Bots has been doing great. It's up to four cents again. Um, so that's 35.4% 35, 35.4% up on the seven days. Yeah, which is great. Um, DeFi Pulse Index has done fucking nothing basically since I bought it. That's almost that's almost the exact same amount that I put in, uh, which is what a couple months ago now. So that was not a good place to put capital for the time being. Um, yeah. How is? <clears throat> have you tried it? Tried using any of your algorithms, Upbot's algorithms? Yeah. Um, I have for myself, my own, it's one of the ways in which I've diversified my um, portfolio, my own portfolio, but I'm not, I haven't been, um, I haven't been using it as part of the challenge for a while, uh, because I just felt it wasn't, it wasn't high risk enough, basically. Now, in saying that, um, <laughs> it wasn't high risk enough. Well, like high risk reward enough, let's say. You know? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So, in saying that, um, there is a Dodge bot, a Doge bot. Uh, what? Doge. Okay. Let me see if I can share this with you without giving away my entire balance. Uh, no, actually, it's not even tracking my entire balance, but let me see if I can share this again. Hopefully, this won't crash me now, crash me out. Right, can you see this? Yes, I can. So this wow, much profit Doge USD <laughs> bought the from hell? Pure Gold Crypto Signals. Look at that, seventy nine thousand five hundred and ninety percent. What? Which the... is yeah. What is, is it doing? Six, six month performance fees are two hundred eighty two percent. The all time is probably a longer period than that. But yeah, it's been doing very good. It's been doing very well. Um, yeah, when I saw that number, I was like, "Well, we have to check that." I don't. It, surely that's wrong, you know, because the next, the next top performing bot has been Sol, the Wave Trader Sol bot, and um, yeah, yeah, it's done very well as well. But you know, part of that's due to the pump in the market. Um, 
So yeah. So that's the dealio there. Um, but no, I haven't. But that is certainly absolutely insane performance. Um, I think this Wave Trader Soulbot's actually doing better on the short term. Like it's done six months, it's done 3,856%, you know, which is just fucking nuts. Um, so just just go back to the, the, the way much profit Doge. Um, over when did that really kick in? Because it was flatlining for a while. So maybe it, it, where all those gains realized was maybe three months ago, maybe. Or is that correct? So maybe back in July. Or performance. Well, no, yeah, but you see, over six months it made two eight two percent in the last six months. So this a lot of this performance probably came from trading it while it was really from trading that happened like more than six months ago. So it was probably back when. Um, Elon was tweeting and stuff like that, and it was jumping in and out. Um, so yeah, that that bot is those guys are signal, or sorry, are trading bot creators on some of the other trading bot platforms. So that that data is historically accurate from TradingView. It's not from our platform; it's from TradingView. Well, I mean, that sounds like it could be worth a small punt, you know. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, it's. I don't know if it's too good to be true, but <laughs> it does seem to be yeah. quite some. Well, like as I say, in the last six months, it's only it's done two hundred and eighty-two percent. So, or sorry, the last three. Uh, yeah, last six months. So actually, that's so like it was doing very well when Doge was pumping hard, but when it all kind of wound down. Do do you know, any? There the, hasn't been a lot going on, so that's probably why. Do any of the bots just do really badly? Yeah, I mean, some do badly, yeah. Um, how, how normal is it that they, what's the kind of ratio to, to bots that kind of produce as opposed to ones well, that don't? It depends on where you're, like, I mean, that's how long is a piece of string, right? Like, if you're, mm. like, there are a number of bot trading platforms out there, obviously. Yeah. Bots wasn't the first. Um, and some of them will just list their own algos, their own algorithms that power the bots. Some of them will do a combination of their own algorithms running bots um, on their platform and then external people who make bots running bots on their platform. Um, with the bots, the idea is to create a marketplace where you can see everything. So you can see how it's done. You can see how well the, the bot is performing and you can filter by the top performing bots. You can always change your mind if you know, if the market conditions change and a particular bot's not performing anymore, um, you, know, you can always change change it to something else. Um, but I mean, the idea is that you, the idea with those bots is that, like, that you just leave them alone and you come back after a year and you see what it's done and and what it's done, it will have and while it will have lost from time to time, what it should have done overall is, um, has been more positive than what it did that was negative, right? Because sure, if it's, yeah. it like in upbots at least, <clears throat> you know, the developers are financially incentivized to create algorithms that win for the users. If, if they, if the users aren't winning, they're not getting paid. Um, yeah. so really they have to have winning users to, to be making capital. And obviously like if you're at the top of the pile, well then you're going to make a shit ton of money if you can continue to produce results. Um, but again, the algorithms are like, it's not a trader sitting there making, trades and he's he's motivated by that the he's just motivated to create the best algos possible and then upbots are also motivated to make sure that they qa the algos properly so that only really good algos are actually ever added you know the really shitty ones that just don't get added and because there's a financial incentive for upbots to put algos on there that are going to perform they don't get paid either if if, if users aren't winning profits uh, aren't profiting from trades, then Upbots doesn't make any money either. So everybody is financially incentivized to make sure that users are winning, basically. And yeah. so I think, like, I think in Upbots, there should be a higher ratio of winning bots to losing bots than perhaps than other platforms because of the incentive. Um, but yeah, how long is a piece of string? Like, I mean, they're not psychic, you know, like they look at like a hundred different you know, indicators and some have machine learning and they, they figure out, you know, that they're, they're able to read the market a bit better um, than others. And yeah, it just depends. 
like if 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 Saul is is not pumping like crazy, like Doge was just sitting at like between twenty and thirty cents, and it wasn't really doing an awful lot. It's very hard for any bot to make or a trader to make any money in those kind of conditions. But like if if a token is pumping like crazy and it's really nice, like it's a real nice pump, consolidate, pump, consolidate kind of a um, you know a pattern, then certain bots are going to do certain algor algorithms are going to do really well in those situations because they will buy near the bottom of the pump and sell near the top. Um, not exactly at the exact top, not exactly at the exact bottom, but they will still do very well. Um, yeah. And then some bots are great when the market's out of control, like a runaway train, and, and then as soon as it turns, they do very badly. So it's just a case of um, making sure that you're using something from a very, very good algo dev, I would say. At least in the case of upbots, I can't speak to the other platforms. Um, and you can see all the historical data there, so it's not like you're making the decision blind, you know? Interesting. Yeah, it's definitely something I'm, I'm going to look into very soon. Um, just even to test yeah. it out. Just, just sit, put maybe a couple of grand, and just uh, sit there for six months yeah. and see what it comes back with. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, that way kind of are bots very good, and I think Sol is the I feature, mean, as you know. So six for me, two three hundred, two three hundred percent over six months is is okay. Like that's not yeah. to be sniffed at. Um, no, sure that. I mean, and that's, that's the, kind of conservative that, as well. Well, the the six month perf on the Wave Trader Solobot, uh is three thousand eight hundred and fifty six percent, which is savage. Like even by DGen standards, that's really good. That's a compounded rate, by the way. That's not a. These that we used to have the rates on upbots. We used to have the rates in uncompounded. They're compounded now, so it's kind of like saying. It's going to trade like 100% of the capital all the time, basically. So it takes the winnings, puts the trades, in, the winnings in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. it's compounding all the time, which is where you really make the gains. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Did you manage to get your thing sorted out? Well, I haven't tried because I, I can't actually do it while you're talking, but let's give it a go now and see what happens. Um, it's some, all right. It's some Sorry, sort I thought of you were going to do it while I was talking. No, unfortunately, I can't. Uh, we'll have to... Okay, uh steps again. Yeah, you know, let me bit uh window screen. Okay, I got it. Uh, I don't think I can do it on this. You have to click on the share, yeah? Yeah, yeah, click. And then share screen. You can't, there's no share screen. You click on share. Share. It's permissions issue, man. There's something wrong with my something has happened with cameras, all this kind of stuff. I don't know. All it's right. I can't cool. share. Listen, I don't. Just I don't read. Really, walk us through. I'll, I'll, walk us through. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll walk everyone through where I am. Basically, things are going very well. Um, so, um, so what's your total? Currently, my challenge sits sits at seventy two thousand three hundred and twenty nine wow. and eighty three cents. Um, so nice, I'm to, dude. And it was it was down from about eighty from last week I believe it was about eighty. Um, so just to give you a brief recap as to where I am, or not even a recap, but just because we we haven't done a few, we haven't done any shows in the last few weeks, I think. Um, I'm not aware if have have you heard of a project called Moon River? Are you yeah, I wanted to talk about Moon Olympus, River actually. Olympus Dow as well as another one. Um, aka omi or ohm um that was also my radar but and i regret not going into that hard and heavy which i was going to but in the end i went to the moon river and it's been okay um i got into moon river something like two 250 well actually just to take a step back 
Um, I got out chess, which was turned out to be a bad and a good move. I got out pumped again after you got out. Did Sorry, did it pump again after you got out? It did, yes. So that's what I mean by bad and good. So there was a Binance listing is it's currently on Binance, and uh, with that, it got up to something like almost eight quid, eight, eight bucks. Um, if I'd wow. held on to it at that point, I would be. I would be at where I am now, and then I could have sold into whatever the hell I wanted to, and I would be at probably close to 100 grand, but I didn't. But I'm not complaining too much. I'm at 72 or whatever the hell it is. Um, but yeah, I found I've, Moon River is something I've heard mentioned by a few people for about a month. Uh, Alex Becker was talking about it. It's, it's mm. one of his, he has kind of about 10 projects he's always kind of pushing or shilling. Um, he has mm. Chain Guardians. Um, he has Horse Race. It's, there's some horse racing. D Race, that's the one. There's, there's a few others. Yeah. Um, he actually made a video today I'm going to look at later on. It's, it's, and it's, it's very hypey. It's kind of very much in his style, and he he has kind of six coins that he's he's advising everyone to get into by November. You know, stuff like very kind of clickbaity kind of uh, copy, like this is your last chance, blah blah blah. But Moon River is one he's consistently talked about, and finally, I was you know tempted by all this talk, and I and I went and digged into it, and um, you know, me being a degen first and foremost, I'm not in it for the tech. I'm not in it for whatever problems it solves. I'm not really interested mm -hmm. in that. I'm interested for the games first. So I'm not really sure what it does other than that it's um, some sort of side chain on Kusama. And it aims, it purports to solve a lot of the problems maybe that Ethereum has created or that are with Ethereum. I'm not really sure. All I know is it's pumped uh, quite hard and it's, it's still relatively unvalued. Uh, something. I mean, what's it at now? Uh, we're looking, the market it's, cap it's, is seven hundred and sixty-eight million. Yeah, it's just shy of eight hundred. Um, the circulating supply is only two million, though, according to the guy. Yeah, well, it, it's 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 three three fifty a coin. Yeah, so each coin is quite quite expensive. So there's there's a limited supply. Um. One one thing I've always found funny is that people kind of always make out tokenomics to be some sort of, you know, they they kind of make it out as if it's kind of a special thing, and it's like it, it doesn't really make a difference if it if a coin is it costs two bucks and there's twenty million coins, or if it costs two hundred and there's only two million, or, or the math's the same. The valuation, the market cap is most most important. Um, so for me, it doesn't make any difference, but. What makes what does make a difference is the emissions and the inflation that that that, that you can expect over time. And um, with uh, Moon River, I mean, there is going to be inflation, but I think it's not that great compared to what you might expect from other projects. But long term, I think if it delivers on the tech that it's 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 purporting that it, that it will deliver upon that that the, the, the problems it will fix, I think it'll do okay. The hype around it is insane. It's been something of a dip, it really. I mean, I was going to sell at maybe 500, got up to near around that time. I got in about two. Just let me check the chart again. I'll tell you how it's gone for me recently. Um, let me yeah, see. It's, it's, a, it's a fully, Moon River is a fully Ethereum compatible smart chain. Sorry, smart contract yep. parachain that runs on Kusama. Correct. We're, we're like Neil. We're not about the tech in this show. We're about the the apiary. We're about like you know getting into the cage with the the, the lions and just kind of wrestling with them. We're not like <laughs> yeah. But it's good from a fundamental analysis perspective to understand at least like where in the ecosystem it fits. Even if I'm joking. To wrestle with some lions after. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to think back because we haven't done a show in a bloody long time. Um, what was it? It was what about you, two weeks, 10, ten days ago. I'm trying to remember because actually now I remember. I got in a couple of days. It was just when I – it was the weekend before I left Cyprus. That's when um, I switched over to Moon River. Um, just basically the hype got too much for me, and I thought, okay, this could, could do something. Um 
And I, it was a complete ape. I didn't know what the hell this thing really did. I just knew it was some sort of sidechain. And it seems to have done well. So, um, yeah, so that, that's really me. And I think um, I'm looking at this. Nice, dude. And for my next projects, I don't really know. I'm going to dig deeper into to, to NFT gaming and see what's what looks tasty there. I don't have anything that's kind of on my radar at the moment. And one thing I'm going to be doing is that I've had kind of some success with in the last kind of week or so is just um, being complete another degen in B&B projects because they seem to be really taking off again. Um, some of the old TG B &B. groups that I've... Yeah, 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 yeah. Just really shitty BSC projects. Um, yes, yes, BSC projects. Um, just stuff that is just has no seemingly seemingly has no utility, um, has no use case. Uh, whether they be meme coins or they just be, you know, yield farms. Who knows what these what these things do? Um, you're running the risk that at least there's a ten percent, twenty percent chance almost that they could be a rug. But um, I am in a number of different Telegram groups, different um, TG shilling groups, where I think a good way to know if these are good, and you, you can tell their success rate, go back and look over them over the months and check all the calls they make every couple of days and see what percentage of them turn out to be either rugs or just they, they turn out to be duds. And I found a few good ones where the percentage is of those two things is quite low and so i've been aping into a few things just really small amounts i started off with a, just a couple of hundred bucks and the project today what jesus man i don't even know what it was called i'll have to look it up i mean this is how much of an ape it was um i might as well get it i'll tell you what what it was now um if you bear with me, yeah. just just FYI, just FYI, FYI, right? For the, the the group I'm talking about is called um, Lambo Signal. All right, um, <laughs> you know these these guys. Mm -hmm. You know they pulled out all the stops and kind of making it as cheesy po as possible. Yeah. Lambo Algo signal. So, um, my apage today was um, yeah, yeah, Dbat. So it did I, I? It did six x in the end, but I got out. Well, not quite six x, but probably I'd say close to four in the end. Very very small play, and. I think the broader point is that the market is kind of getting to it, it's the market is back where it was maybe April, May. I haven't seen this kind of confidence in the market since then, where there was mm -hmm. just just coins, shit coins that just have that that really have no utility whatsoever. No one knows what they do, um, but they just pump. And if you happen to know about them early, mm -hmm. if you happen to get into them very early, you can you can easily do two x. But you, you know you can't put in a lot of money. You can only put in maybe a couple of hundred quid, and but you can expect to, at the end of the day to come out with probably six seven hundreds. And that's all you do. If you find one of these every day, then you can do very well. So I'm going to be experimenting with this a bit more um, over next week. And I found a, a few similar sort of groups that. The success rate and the call rate seems to be pretty pretty good in terms of um, the, the the call to, to the the good call to, to to rug, you know, dud ratio seems to be pretty high. It's like maybe about eighty twenty, um, perhaps perhaps even ninety ten. So I'm going to be digging into these a bit deeper. And this for me was the kind of I've noticed this in the last few weeks. I've noticed some of the old groups that I would kind of frequent. Um, they seem to have kind of sprung to life again, um, which is probably maybe it's a good or a bad thing, but it means that you can. There's definitely money sloshing around once again, so I think it's it's time to make hay while the sun shines, you know. So that's 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 what I'd be looking at over the next week. Um, I don't have any other media, bigger projects on my radar. I'm going to keep with Moon River. Uh, I kind of regret not getting to Olympus. Um, that's it, really, for me. I think. Do you think it's too late to buy Moon River now? Oh no, no. I mean, I, t I think this could easily go. To, I think this could be a Solana. 
definitely. Right. It's not even a billion market cap. Like this is this is kind of Solana uh, polka dot territory, definitely. Hugely undervalued. Absolutely, yeah, I think so. Um, I think I'd wait for a bit more of a pullback. Well, actually, it's quite undervalued at the moment. It's, it's what is that, three fifty? Yeah, pullback a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I think this is three three fifty four currently. It's very undervalued. It's eight hundred mil. Was it seven 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 hundred fifty? It's a long way to go for for a project of what project that elk? Absolutely. Mm. My two cents, or my yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of people talking about it, so it's definitely something I'm kicking myself I didn't get into earlier. It's uh, still early. It's it's not really started yet. I mean, you could have got in it was fifty quid. I think it was, was there thereabouts. But I mean, that's three three fifty is still pretty. I mean, you're still talking yeah. kind of ten bucks, kind of Solana, kind of territory ten fifteen. It's still that kind of neighborhood, you know contrasting to what Solana is now I think that's it, it's still a relatively good price um, right. and I think it has the potential to go to go far higher definitely mm-hmm. not financial advice because we, do do we, we, do, we don't do that yeah, on the show don't we we don't do that 757 million <laughs> at the moment fully diluted still, still still pretty that's still pretty spam huh? The fully diluted is three point five eight billion. So, we will, but that's a long way off. It's, I think I think that won't happen for about ten years, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, just want to watch. Another one. Want to put on your radar. Yeah, have you got any Phantom? Have you ever? I've held Phantom. Your... I don't have. I don't. I'm not holding Phantom at the moment. But mm. I should have. It should have. I don't know. There's just too much shit yeah, to I keep have some phantom. I know, yeah. I have some phantom, <laughs> but yeah, I reckon this is going to be it's going to be huge as well, phantom FTM. Um, so that's definitely one I'm... The I'm developer be... con- conference was happening this week in Dubai, I think. Um, I think that was yeah. somewhat responsible for the pump, or some sub-pump anyway. Well, I think it's unpumped. I think it's corrected. Yeah. It has, yes, yeah, corrected, but I think that's down to the market. Yeah, yeah perhaps. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, have you looked at Don Key at all? What? Donkey? No, uh, what the hell is that? Don Key.finance. So that sounds like some Binance Smart Chain shit coin, shit farm. No, I think it's um, well, they are on they are on Binance Smart Chain and on Ethereum, um, but I think the idea is that it's kind of like I don't know. I only came across this today, so I haven't done in depth research, let's say, just yet. But I think the basic idea is that it's kind of a little bit like you know, social copy trading or bot trading, but, you know, you've got, um, you've got like farmers basically. Okay. Yeah, so you like, so it's all about farming basically. Um, and some of the, some of the APYs are pretty nice. It's pretty good. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. I've, I've, what's what's the current stats market cap price? Or do you know any for the actual token itself? For yeah, the, yeah. The well, let's see. Um, yeah, like as I say, I only found I only heard about this. I only heard about this earlier on today, uh, so I haven't done enough research on it yet because busy day. But um, yeah, that's something I'm going to be checking out. Uh, phantom staking is something I'm going to be checking out because seemingly you can, with Phantom, you can make unbelievable returns with their staking as well. It's like, sorry, on today it was like 300. I think it was Phantom anyway. Um, but yeah, so definitely Phantom and definitely Don Key are going to be something I check out. Uh, I'm also looking at. Um, what else? What else am I going to be looking at for next week? Um, 
I'm going to be looking at um, shit. Sorry, I have all these things. Yeah, I want to look at D Race, Moon River. Um, yeah, things like that. Veracity is another one that's on my radar. You gonna check that out this week? Yeah, it's it's one I have to kind of dig a bit deeper into. Um, I don't know enough about it, but I need to figure that one out. There's there's a few, yeah. D race yeah. looks interesting. There's there's another poker one that Becker mentioned as well. I mean, I can't. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but there's. I mean, overall, the future looks bright. Next kind of six months is a lot of exciting projects, especially in the gaming sphere, NFTs. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff right. going on so I mean things are going good so uh, let's enjoy what we can man absolutely you're here to that <laughs> um, okay cool is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this bad boy up or are we good to go not all that's about it I'm good man all right cool all right, everybody, thanks for staying tuned until now, and we'll see you again next time.